From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, Stephen Bond, thank you. It is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hope you have a great Friday. I'm Patrick Maher. He, of course, is Mike Pritchard. And Will Hill, the bad boy of VSIN, who told us he's not intimidated by the studio, joins us. You can find Will's podcast, VSIN.com slash podcast. Fellas, so what we have tonight, rule has ruled out. Of course, Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold, that number jumped big time. Will, New England. Uh, up to six at most shops, 40, 39 and a half-ish, 40 on the total. The one I want to focus on now with you two is New Orleans at Green Bay. This number open Green Bay three. It's been bet down to two and a half at most shops. You got 37 and a half, 38 on the total. Again, we're seeing those elevated totals with the early hot start on the overs in the preseason. Couple things here. Lafleur has been awesome in the regular season. I told you he's two and six in the pre, losing by seven and a half points. Green Bay, no Aaron Rodgers. He's going to play in week three. You're not going to see Jameis Winston for New Orleans. Bakhtiari and Jenkins, the tackles for Green Bay, they're out. You are going to see Jordan Love for three quarters. And if you take a look at what Jordan Love did against San Francisco, it's actually the three picks weren't his fault. He did have a pair of 33-yard touchdowns. I thought Jordan Love actually looked pretty good, and that's a bonus having him here here in this matchup, Will. Yeah, the best thing Love has done for Green Bay is seem to motivate Rodgers because Rodgers won the MVP ever since they they drafted Love overall. Uh, To me, like you mentioned, the totals here are elevated. When you have such a pronounced trend as last week, all these games going over, I just think the public flocks to bet the overs. The bookmakers uh, adjust them, maybe even over-adjust them. So I would look to play under anything in the high 30s, low 40s. I think if you blindly play the unders this week, uh, you'll do okay. In terms of the sides, I don't have a lot. I was just telling Pritch off the air. Like, I went one and two on sides last week, and that was enough for me. Like, if I see something where I know it's going to move, I'll bet it. And so much of this is a race to the information. And sometimes you only have a couple of minutes to get it in before the line moves, and it's not bettable anymore. But to me, and Patrick, you know this is a better. You guys know this is a better. Uh, you never want to make a bet, lose, and just have that feeling of, what the hell did I bet my money on? So to, to sit here and well, bet because you Packers just Because Saints. you want action. That's what it comes down to. You, <laughs> you, you play, make a play because you want action, and then you kick yourself in the ass. A hundred percent. Especially, you know what? I've been doing pretty well betting baseball. I'll just bet baseball. So me, for me, Saints, Packers, you guys can have it. I, I would look towards the under, but uh, nothing profound for me in terms of the side here. Yeah, I mean, last night if you had the under, I mean, are you right? Yeah. But you shouldn't have been, right? I mean, you think about it, just uh, how crazy games can be uh, in preseason. A little bit of intel from this game, though, talking to uh, my former GM up in Seattle, Randy Mueller, uh, Patrick and Will, uh, the Saints defense has been getting after it uh, in these joint practices, too. And a lot of people are excited about the Saints defense uh, this year. That's, that's tremendous information. A couple things on the Saints. One, 
I kind of like the under tonight because I expect New Orleans to run the football like they did in week one against mm-hmm. Houston. You've got four backs vying for that backup behind Kamara. So you've got four backs that Allen wants to take a look at. I expect the Saints to run the ball. Andy Dalton, just 10 plays, was very efficient. Last week, he led New Orleans on a touchdown drive. Then you're going to see a bunch of Ian Book. So you're going to see Love. You're going to see Dalton for a little bit and Book. But I really do, Pritch, expect to see New Orleans because they're trying to figure out who's going to be that backup at running back run the football here. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, Alvin Kamara, I mean, the news about him perhaps avoiding suspension uh, because his lawyers are pushing everything back uh, gets interesting. But, yeah, you have to get people uh, ready behind him. I mean, Ingram, uh, look, you're not going to play him in the preseason all, but you're right about the running back situation. Uh, And then, you know, Jameis isn't going to play, and Dalton, I don't care what you guys think about him, but that's that's a fall off. Uh, and then Ian Book, my goodness, uh, I, I hope he can learn to play the game again uh, in the National Football League because uh, he's horrible right now. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, they got a long way to go. They're they're really relying on, I mean, for the regular season, they're really relying on Jameis being healthy. Uh, if that's not going to be the case, then uh, this Saints defense, I mean, this Saints team in, in, in general uh, could be one of those teams that's underachieves again like they did last year a little bit. Yeah, no offense to Ian Book, but he's not a pro. Yeah. Uh, we'll move on from that. Now, Kansas City, that's where we're sitting. You've got the over. Pardon me, Will, I said under on the regular season win total. I got DraftKings sitting at 10.5 on the Chiefs. you got to pay a little juice, $1.20 to the over. Your thoughts on the Chiefs this year? Yeah, I usually I do pretty well betting these over-unders in terms of the season wins. I have a super simple approach. I look at the quarterback. I look at the coach. I look at the schedule. To me, you got a great quarterback. you got a pretty good coach. Uh, it's amazing. Reed has been to four straight conference title games with two different franchises, which is hard to believe. Mahomes going for his fifth straight AFC title game. This is his fifth year starting. So to me, you still got games against the Texans, the Jaguars, the Seahawks. To me, those are three layups. Can you go eight and six the rest of the way? To me, unless Mahomes gets hurt, this is still an 11-12 win team. Uh, I know that you know the schedule is tough, but it was tough last year, and they still you know cleared this number. So to me, look, coach, quarterback, keep it simple here. Over for the Chiefs. Keep it simple, stupid. In division, the Chiefs are plus 175. This is a tr- fellas, this division is awesome. Plus 175 on the Chiefs over at DraftKings. The Chargers, plus 220. Pritch, you've got Denver. You know a little something about them, plus 260. And then the Raiders, who quietly lurk behind those three at six and a half to one. It's a nice little price for a team that's got a little juice right now. Yeah, the thing about being a front runner like the Chiefs have been, you know, everybody's gunning for you. Uh, and certainly we've seen the Chargers reload or, or get better on paper. Uh, we've seen the, the, the Raiders get better on paper. Uh, and then certainly the Broncos with the trade for Russell Wilson. They feel like they're getting better on paper too. Uh, I think people could be sleeping on the Broncos defense a little bit, even though Vic Fangio is no longer there. Uh, from what I gather, they are flying around and making it more difficult for Russell Wilson and that offense, and that's always a good thing. Uh, eventually, Russell Wilson and offense will, uh, will get it going. Uh, and then it's just been really quiet with the Chargers, which is also uh, beaming with confidence right there. Out here in Vegas, the Raiders, I, you know, the Waller situation, people are keeping an eye on that. Uh, but for the Chiefs, I don't expect them to fall off, but they're going to be different. And I wonder how they're going to navigate the season being different than they were before with Tyreek Hill on the field. Yeah, you make such a good point, too. Everybody's gunning for you. When yeah. a team's playing the Jets or the Texans, maybe they sleepwalk through a game. Nobody sleepwalks through the Chiefs. Everyone knows, all right, we got the Chiefs this week. We better score 30. We better be you know, studying in the meetings. Right. Let, let's not get embarrassed this week. So they get everyone's best shot. I, I totally agree with that. Uh, and it, when you look at this division, how good it is, somebody's not going to fire. Just by law of averages, one of these teams is going to fall on their face. Now, who is it? I don't know because they're all pretty damn good teams. I get, you know, if I had to pick, I would say the Raiders just yeah. because they had so much luck in close wins last year. I, I think they won six or seven games in overtime last possession, something like that. So to me, I, I'm still going to bet on Mahomes and Reed until I see otherwise, especially Mahomes. I think uh, Smith Schuster can sort of fill in the gaps here with Hill. To me, I'm betting on the coach and I'm betting on the quarterback. Great division, though. Yeah. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. The uh, I'm going to surprise you with one. Will Hill is a Minnesota Viking fan. This is an 8-9 team last year. They're sitting at DraftKings at 9. L- let's just discuss this team. They're going to win the North, Will, and you don't have to say it, so I'll say it for you. They were brutal. They were 4-7 and seven in one-score games, so you're going to have some positive regression there. Also, you take a look at the offense. You've got Jefferson, Offensive Player of the Year. You take a look at that offense. They're completely loaded. And last year, they led the NFL in 15-plus-yard gains 
but they were near the bottom in three and outs. So what does that tell you? They had no rhythm, Will, on offense, but they can take big shots. If they can settle down a little bit, bring a little modernity, make this offense a little bit more explosive and modern, which is what O'Connell is going to do. I think this is, again, Green Bay's won eight of the last 11 division titles in three straight. I think this is a really good spot for Minnesota this year. I'm on it. I'm with you. I agree with everything you said. But, boy, have you found one person that says, you know who I don't like this year is the Vikings. I'm going, everybody loves the Vikings, and I'm with it. I, I think O'Connell, 20-1 to 1 coach of the year, is worth a, a look for that reason. If they get to 11 or 12 wins, he sort of fits the profile. Um, it's a really good offense. Maybe they'll be a little bit better on defense. I think things certainly got stale with Zimmer. Uh, there was a stat last year, I think until that last game against Green Bay when, when Cousins had COVID, they had the lead in every single game, which you don't see a lot in the NFL. So they certainly underachieved. You know, whether it's bad luck, missing kicks, blowing leads, they were bad at the end of halves, the end of games. I, I do think a new coach, a new voice will help them. Uh, so I'm with you. I like the over, and if you like them to be a double-digit win team, maybe uh, O'Connell for Coach of the Year is a good bet. And I just thought Jefferson 20-1 to 1 to be Offensive Player of the Year. To me, that's a mispriced number because mm-hmm. MVPs for the best quarterback, Offensive Player of the Year is for the, the best you know running back receiver. Taylor had a huge workload last year. Henry's had a million carries over the past few years. Uh, Jefferson has the highest over-under in terms of receiving yards. I think he's at 1,400, even above Cooper Cup. So to me, you're getting 20 to 1. It was 25 to 1. To me, that's just a mispriced number. Yeah, he's a great player. Uh, and I'll ask this question to both of you guys, uh, Will and, and Patrick. I mean, uh, the improvement for the Vikings offensively, is it going to be more beneficial for Kirk Cousins or, or Cook? Well, first off, Cousins, I mean, Cousins' numbers last year weren't really that far off from Rodgers. Mm-hmm. I mean, Cousins over 66%, over 4,200 yards, 33 touchdowns, seven picks. He's just a very divisive person, Pritch yeah. and Will. It's weird. His personality just really crushes people. The one thing I will say is, and again, the offense was all or nothing, but also if you dig into the metrics as far as defensively, Zimmer didn't have a good run over the last three years with Minnesota. They were historically bad at giving up points, Will, in the final two minutes of halves. They were the first team, check this out, first team in history, quarterback, 30-plus passing touchdowns, running back, uh, over 1,000 yards rush, wide receiver, 1,500 yards plus receiving to finish with a losing record. And Zimmer and Cousins hated each other. Like this is, there's going to be a positive bump here, Will Hill, just because there's going to be different energy, different juice for this Minnesota team. It's funny. And I talk about Zimmer this way. And we're all talking about Zimmer this way. This guy was like 70% against the spread for a very long time. He was very good against the spread his first four or five years. And and I just think, look, it gets stale. Sometimes you need a new voice. Uh, I would say with Cousins, the stats are great. There are there is a little bit of empty calories with him where it's look it's third and thirteen he throws it eight or nine yeah. yards yeah. looks good on the stat sheet but you end up punting the football there is a little bit of that with Cousins. Pritch, did you and Will if you want to stick around you can we've got Josh at the bottom so if you want to hang out we'd love to have you before we go to break here Pritch did, were you a part of a team where a coach just had to go it was stale and somebody else came in and gave you some juice Yeah you want me to name names you want me to name names right here on the air yeah, on. Wait, wait wait hold on hold on Te- Nobody's listening. tease it Okay tease it and when we come back yeah. you'll you'll pay off the tease is there just give us the team you were on and we'll see if we can do the math in our heads go ahead well, give us the team I, Well I'll give you the team uh it was the Seattle Seahawks. Hawks. And yes, the message was stale in that locker room. I already know the answer. <laughs> Pritch will pay it off. And Will Hill continues here on the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton, you know, watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shane and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, 
Lil Dirk, and you're like, <laughs> see, I knew Lil Dirk was better. Why are you? T- why are you telling me see the whole time? <laughs> And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, we're less than a week away. The VEASAN College Football Guide, of course, is out now, and our NFL Guide drops next week. This is the information I always say it. I wish I had when I was coming up in the betting industry because this is invaluable. Our experts provide profiles of every team with team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations. You get best bets on season win totals. Now, here's the difference this year, and so pay attention. It's really easy to do. You just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. You have to be an all-access member to get the two football betting guides. Remember, you got week zero coming up in college football just a few days away, and then you've got the NFL betting guide with a couple weeks out from that Thursday night game here in Los Angeles. You can save 50% right now on the guides. It's 175 bucks through the Super Bowl, everything we offer, okay? That includes Michael Lombardi's articles, Point Spread Weekly. vcin.com slash subscribe. It's 50% off right now for 175 bucks through the Super Bowl. Check it out, vcin.com slash subscribe. Okay, we got you back here. The boys are hanging. Mike Pritchard, of course, nine-year NFL vet. That's invaluable information for a better. We've got Will Hill, vcin.com slash podcast if you'd like to find the New York City cast. This would be a good opportunity for you to plug your podcast. What do you got coming up? I uh, had Adam Chernoff this week. Kev O'Neill did some uh, did some NFL previews, did some baseball, undefeated this week in baseball. So I'm uh, kind of kicking myself. I didn't I didn't bet more on some of these games in baseball. But uh, even on vacation, I'm doing the podcast, vcin.com slash podcast. <laughs> okay, that was a couple of flexes in one sentence. <laughs> right. One, he said he's never lost a baseball bet. And two, he just bragged to the bosses that he's still working yes. on vacation. That is a tremendous job by Will. <laughs> Pritch, we don't know anything about Kevin O'Connell. We know he was with the Shanahans in Washington. We know he went with McVay to the Rams. And now he's the Minnesota Vikings head coach. But we're all assuming him taking over for Zimmer, where it had gotten stale, that O'Connell's going to provide a jolt. I asked you before we went to break, have you ever been a part of an organization where it just had burnt out with a coach? You bring in somebody new, and it did provide a spark. You're going to name names for me, man. Yes, um, and it's Dennis Erickson. I mean, and it's no disrespect to him. It's just, you know, you go four or five years, eight and eight, uh, and but yet you feel like you have a good roster. You feel like you have the talent to do more than just go average every year. Okay, you got to shake it up a little bit. And again, um, this is—it's not a disrespectful comment. When when you think about it in the locker room, you look around. Okay, we we got all the right players. What's missing? What's missing? And uh, whether it's a message or whether it's a change of uh, how you do things, your process—that's uh, what's going to get you over the the finish line. So uh, you bring in Mike Holmgren and a guy who's been there, done that, and knows how to win a Super Bowl. Comes in the locker room, one, instant credibility. Uh, two, you got the attention of the players. You got 
a new message, uh, and you have that authority, too, that I think we were lacking uh, to provide that discipline for us for the entire season. And lo and behold, we win the division that year and go to the playoffs. So it's just different uh, a lot of times when you have a coach that comes into the locker room that way. Now, O'Connell, this is his first time as a head coach, but yet – has he been there, done that? Does he know the process on how to get there uh, to the finish line and uh, through the finish line uh, and winning a Super Bowl? Absolutely. He's been with a, a tremendous family uh, in terms of from the football world. Uh, and then certainly he's learned from McVay, too. So uh, he's, he might be ready for this moment. Uh, we'll see how he performs, though, uh, as the head coach. But I, I think the message will be a fresh one in that locker room, though, for those players. That's very well put. Will... You're going to go. And by the way, the McVay tree is starting to get lit. Like I had to, when I was in LA, I, I covered uh, the Rams. Remember when McVay's first year, when they went to the wild card and lost to Atlanta at home, I, I went and covered to practice before that game. And McVay just had this presence about him. He's literally like five foot nine, but he stands like he's six foot five. And he just kind of, he looks you in the eye. He directly talks to you. He uses your name to preface his answer. And then LaFleur came out, and LaFleur was kind of meek and didn't really have an energy about him. And I was completely wrong on his vibe because he hasn't lost a game in the regular season at Green Bay in three seasons. And then O'Connell stood up, and O'Connell was like this big presence who had a real good vibe about him, and the players loved him. So that's what you're getting uh, in O'Connell at Minnesota. Now, I don't know if there's a team, Will Hill, that has more pressure on him this year than the Buffalo Bills. That 13 seconds in Kansas City was a disaster. Uh, McDermott has never stood up and taken the hit for that, which is a joke. Bond knows it as well. But they've got a lot of pressure. However, you do like Allen, even though it's short at 7-1, to the shortest number on the board as far as the MVP this year. Yeah, not only was that 13 seconds a disaster, but I actually, that game was on the other day. I went back and rewatched the game against the Chiefs. They got very conservative in the middle of that game. There was one sequence when they ran the ball three times and punted on fourth and one. Allen was a monster in that game. They were four for four on fourth downs. They were so conservative a couple of those instances in the middle of the game. But I just think there's a narrative here. Unfinished business. He had the great playoff run. I know it's not a sexy price, but what's happened here with the MVP, Mahomes won it at 85 to one. Lamar was like 80 to one. Even Rodgers a couple years ago was 30 to one. They've really shortened these numbers. They don't want us, you know, fleecing them here at 70, 80 to 1 anymore. So they've shortened. If you look at these quarterback, these MVP odds, we yeah. know it's going to be a quarterback. Uh, we know it's going to be a quarterback. It's a quarterback award now. Everyone is in that 10, 12, 15 to 1 range. There's not that deep sleeper. So to me, Allen, 7, 8 to 1, it's not that intriguing. But there's a good chance, you know, week six, week seven, we look up and this is even money or he's minus money. To me, he's the best player on the best team. If they win 12 or 13 games, Allen is going to have a tremendous chance to win this award again. It's not pretty. It's not sexy. It's seven, eight to one. But I think there's a chance here where you're getting the best of the number. Yeah, I mean, I like it. Uh, I like the fact that Josh Allen is a perfect fit in Buffalo. I mean, think about the guy going to Wyoming for college and and how he got that scholarship in the first place. Uh, he's going to be driven his entire time in the National Football League as a professional quarterback. Uh, and he's in a perfect situation. Uh, Buffalo is unique, kind of like Green Bay. Uh, when, you, when you talk about that franchise and, and the fans surrounding that franchise. Uh, and Josh Allen... Uh, is perfectly made for this situation, right? And I think he's surrounded by a lot of great players, too. So, uh, to me, he's embracing this moment. He got poked a little bit, too, by Tom Brady uh, and Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers and, and being in that elite company, playing golf or whatever. Uh, but that's motivational to me for a player that I think is still uh, has a tremendous upside to his game. Cold yep. weatherproof, Great too. Job, if you I get pull. a windy, snowy day with a blizzard, Mahomes yeah. and the passing game are going to be affected. Allen's a bull. Allen yeah. can run over you, through you, past you, throw the ball. So Allen is sort of weatherproof here where, look, I think you know life on the line, I'd still probably take Mahomes as the best player in the league. But uh, in terms of the playoffs, if you get a bad weather day, Allen is better suited that for anybody in the league. You might you might be able to talk me into Allen being the player I'd want the most going into this year. Uh, I think I think I agree. I, he's proven a lot of people wrong. Will he is he's freaking he's a truck and he's six to one on the board. Speaking of six to one, the shortest number on the board to win a Super Bowl, the Buffalo Bills. Our resident Bills fan, and he's not just a fan; he's a psychopath. Is our producer <laughs> Stephen Bond? 
Stephen, you've got a take not just on Allen, but you've got a take on the Bills and that short number at six to one on the Super Bowl. Well, Patrick, first of all, thank you for that that wonderful introduction. I, I seem like a crazy well, I mean, person you now, are. but it, like it's, it's actually a compliment how crazy <laughs> yeah. obsessed you are with this Bills team. We it's, like that it's about fair you. It's passion. It's fair enough, Patrick. I, this is what I. This, these are my thoughts. If Josh Allen has a similar season, has you know maybe eclipses last year and doesn't make it to the Super Bowl, they will give him MVP. If the Bills make it to the Super Bowl, I would look elsewhere in the, the MVP futures market, right? I think it would be tough at that point, but I think, I think what you're hedging here is that if the Bills go, they don't give it to Josh Allen. That's just, you know, my two cents. Well, you got Allen 7 to 1, pardon me. You got Brady 8 to 1. You got Mahomes 9 to 1. Mahomes and Herbert are 9 to 1. I think you start to get quote unquote value, which is an overused term, Will, is when you start to get to Stafford at 16 to 1. You know, Prescott 16 to 1. Stafford 16 to 1 presents a little something there as far as a price. Yeah, again, they got to worry about the injury. And, and like I mentioned, they really, they're not doing us any favors here with any of these prices. I thought about Wilson at 15 to 1 if the Broncos have a good year. There's mm-hmm. the narrative, which again, you always have to consider the narrative with these awards. He's never gotten an MVP vote, which is well documented. I don't buy the idea that he shot. I think, like you said, Pritch, they got some good players on defense. He's got some weapons on offense. Speaking of things that go stale, I think Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll got very stale, sort of like McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers. Mm. I could see Wilson having a big time year, going thirteen and four, winning this award. So Wilson, to me, you know, fifteen to one range, that's not a, a terrible bet. Again, though, all these numbers are pretty condensed. It's not like you're getting 30, 40 to one on anyone that's uh, that's really realistic to win this award. How about Lamar Jackson, Pritch, at twenty no, to one? Not bad. Well, Michael Lombardi just wrote a great article about Lamar Jackson as a player to watch over at vcin.com. It's mm-hmm. really good information. What do you think about him sitting 20 to 1? I like the fact that he paid attention to his body. I mean, I like the fact that he's bulked up. Uh, I know that's indicating to me that he's going to stay in the pocket more because he, he has to evolve that way. We know what he can do. He's the best athlete on the field, period, hands down. Uh, when he was throwing the ball, he was throwing it to a lesser athlete. When he was handing the ball off, same thing. Yeah. Uh, but now to become a complete quarterback in the league, he's got to win from the pocket because teams are going to do that to him, like especially in the playoffs. And so if he can start picking teams apart from the pocket – and he evolves that way, he is a dangerous, dangerous man. Because uh, then you'll throw in uh, the running aspect. You'll throw in some gadget plays that way too. Uh, but Lamar Jackson has a chance to be very, very dangerous moving forward. Plus Hollywood Brown's okay, off well, the team. Hollywood Brown killed him last year. He dropped so many touchdowns. Uh, I don't like he his receivers. So I just balls. think he's an underrated passer. The one thing is he's won it before. Sometimes it's hard to win it back-to-back. But I love Lamar. That's very well put. And great point about Ho- Hollywood Brown couldn't be more overrated as a player. Uh, he could not be more overrated. Uh, Will Hill, what's on the docket for you and the family today in Vegas? Uh, we got the Wind Buffet coming up, and I'm going to check out what's the name of the fast food place? It is uh, it's the chicken place. It is uh, Raisin, Raisin Canes. Canes. We don't have that on the East Coast, so we're <laughs> yes. checking out some Raisin Canes here. <laughs> and a buffet. Great to see you, my friend. We love Will Hill. New York City cast over at vcin.com slash podcast. We're coming back with Josh Applebaum next here on the Lombardi Line. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. Listen, it's updated every 10 minutes. This data is became part of our arsenal maybe two years ago here at VSIN, and it's super important. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. It's invaluable information. VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better. This is one of those things where you constantly, I have my odd screen up all the time with the splits. Uh, you should too. Go to VSIN.com for the betting splits. As we got you back here, we got the squad. We got Stephen Bond, we got Kevin Trask, but my two, those are my guys behind the scenes. My two guys here on air are, of course, Mike Pritchard, who's sitting in for Michael Lombardi, and we miss Michael. Uh, But how about Josh Applebaum? This is my guy. We've been working together for years. He is the author of the Everything Guide to Sports Betting, but also he's the co-host with Pritch on Betting Across America. You can find his podcast over at vcin.com slash podcast. And for people that didn't realize, he's a bad boy. His fiance is going out of town this weekend, and it is going to be lit at Casa de Applebaum. No? Uh, it definitely will be, Patrick. And Pritch, it's great to see you. Yeah, so it's it's very rare occurrence that, you know, I'm home alone with the pup, and that's what's happening this weekend, guys. So your boy's <laughs> going to order some takeout. We're getting down on a lot of games this weekend. Uh, keep it between us. I'm excited, but really, I'm really sad she's leaving, guys. But I, just kidding. I'm really excited for this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> what? Shut up, Josh. You live with her. She can go away and have fun with the girls. You'll be okay. No, you can take care of yourself. 
Yeah, well, but you know, Pat, Patrick, I'm going back to kind of like my bachelor days. Remember when you kind of you relied on yourself to do everything? Like I can make Annie's mac and cheese. I can order Domino's. There's very few other things I can do in this world, though. So you're not warning <laughs> the neighbors or anything like that. Are you going to you're going to stay indoors the whole weekend? We're going to stay indoors, Pritch. Yeah, we're going to have uh, maybe a wellness check. You guys just send me a text tonight, like no, halftime no, of the Patriots game, just to see how I'm doing. <laughs> here's what Josh Here's what Josh getting crazy looks like. Instead of two IPAs, he's going to have three oh, IPAs this oh, weekend. Watch oh, out. Yeah. Watch out. <laughs> wow. And if, and if the Pats uh, are no, rolling tonight, all kidding. take the over. All kidding aside, Josh, it's great It's great to see you. We'll be betting on the New England. Now, here's the thing. We, the rule news, when rule said, I'm not playing Baker, I'm not playing, I'm not playing Sam Darnold, immediately the market shifted, right? So we're up to six, six and a half. Uh, on the spread, Josh, in New England, you're going to see Mike Reese is reporting. You're going to see Mac Jones and the starters who did not play in week one for the Patriots. And we've got a total sitting at 39 and a half, 40. You're up in New England. Give us your take on this one. Yeah, so obviously Belichick is really coy about, you know, whether his guys will play or not. But you're hearing this info leak out that obviously they're going to get some run here with Mac Jones. And they're trying to install this new offense, kind of take a page out of the Shanahan run zone, you know, kind of blocking scheme here. And this jives with kind of what we've seen uh, over the last 24 hours or so. So if you actually, you know, go back a week here, this line open at some shops like Patriots minus two. I saw some books at one point that were closer to a pick them. And these teams have been having joint practices and they've been fighting pretty much every day. So I don't know what the over under on fights tonight. Maybe it's uh, you take the over one and a half, but it's been back and forth here. So I think it's a test case of not betting something too early in the week, because I think back on Wednesday, the Panthers were like minus two and a half. Then it flipped back to Patriots minus two and a half. And now the news leaking out that rule is going to rest all his guys and bills. Uh, Belichick's going to play his guys. We've seen the line shoot up all the way to minus six. And uh, even seeing some books get to six and a half right now, guys. So with these joint practices, I think it's really important to pay attention to what's going on throughout the week and the late move, of course. So I'm on the Patriots here. I money lined them uh, yesterday around like minus 175. They're up to, at this point, minus 250. So it's kind of hard to lay this number at this point. You know, if you do want to lay it, though, and you are getting the worst of it, I'd lean more on maybe paying a higher price to just go money line and say win the game. Bet trust, not bet to win. Try to get a half unit by risking one unit. Um, you do see these severe line moves, at least two points or more in the preseason. The team the line goes to is about 56% ATS the last decade. So a lot of movement toward New England. Let's see if they can win. And uh, let's see how this new offense looks with Mac Jones tonight. Josh, so much information about this new offense, too. Uh, who's calling plays, I, you know, who to be determined, I guess. But uh, Devontae Parker, uh, Aguilar, Nelson Aguilar, too. I mean, they got to get to game speed with Mac Jones uh, and this new offense as well. They really do, Pritch. And again, you know, what we've seen just from, you know, your ear to the ground here, I'm in New England, obviously, it's, you know, there's a lot of bad news going in saying Mac Jones was, you know, kind of bristling at the fact that, hey, why are we changing this system and who's calling the plays? And if you kind of cryptically, re you know, kind of listen to what he's saying, I think he's kind of been a little annoyed by just kind of the lack of, you know, consistency here. So you're actually hearing what people are saying now is, Belichick might call the plays. That's kind of shocking to me. He hasn't done that, uh, you know, since he was with Cleveland before the Patriots here. You had McDaniels for so many years. But, you know, it's just tough. Like, Patricia sometimes in game one would be with the quarterback. Then Judge was with the quarterback sometimes. But it sounds like right now, if neither of these guys, you know, take the bull by the horns and become the de facto coordinator, you might have Bill Belichick calling the plays. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I just had a light bulb moment. And Michael Lombardi, my goodness, he sent out a tweet like 10 days ago where he said when whoever was in the game, it was Joe judge and the other quarterback in the game, it was Matt Patricia calling plays. Maybe the next time it'll be somebody else. It was a very vague tweet, but after what you just said, it makes a hundred percent sense. Now that Max in who knows, it could be Belichick calling plays. Listen, Belichick's been doing this a long time, Pritch. He might say, you know what? I, 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 I want to mix it up a little bit. I'll be calling plays this year. That's why he's been so coy about Patricia and Judge. It's possible. Uh, I still need to see it to believe it, though. I mean, uh, <laughs> Belichick is a GOAT. Uh, I will give him all the credit in the world. He's the greatest uh, coach of all time, uh, seriously, uh, for what he's accomplished, what he's done, how he builds rosters. Uh, and if anybody's going to call plays offensively, okay, it could be him because he's had a touch on all these players in terms of uh, a personnel standpoint, too. So he's forged his team. I mean, uh, he doesn't have Skarnecchia, uh, the head, the uh, offensive line coach, uh, Skarnecchia. He was incredible. Uh, he doesn't have Josh yep. McDaniels anymore, and he doesn't have Tom Brady anymore. So this looks completely foreign. So it wouldn't shock me if he does call the plays, but uh, I do want to see how successful he can be calling plays on offense. And it does appear, Josh, that 
it does appear that Mac Jones, he's got a spicy attitude this year. He's fighting <laughs> with his teammates. He's outspoken. You, you like to see it. I think you do too, you know, Patrick here, because again, you know, this is a young quarterback who's taking over and, you know, kind of not too afraid of Belichick. Obviously he's deferential to him. He shows respect, but he made a comment the other day to the media, like we've made some adjustments and they're listening to us more. So kind of sounds to me like this is a good sign. If you're a Patriots fan that Mac Jones is not afraid to tell Belichick, Hey, this isn't working or this isn't working. This isn't, you know, the best uh, of, uh, to our capabilities. It doesn't make sense. I think also paying attention to beat reporters is huge guys. A lot of these joint practices with the, uh, the, Panthers here, they're saying that in the two-minute drills, Belichick was the guy calling in the plays. So that, to me, uh, was kind of the sign that, hey, he may he may well be the play caller. I just can't wait, guys. I've never seen it before. I want to see a, a game where it's snowing in Foxborough in December and Belichick is holding up the play sheet like this with his hoodie above it and you can only see his eyes. Yeah, I would yeah. love to see that. <laughs> I would love to see it, too. <laughs> the game that we haven't touched on yet, so this is perfect, Josh. You got it in your notes. That's Houston and the Rams at SoFi. John Wolford's going to start. He hasn't played since 2020. He's going to get the first half, and then Bryce Perkins is going to get the second half. Remember, the Rams only have three quarterbacks on their roster. What's interesting about Houston, and this number right now is Houston laying two, two and a half, and a total of 37 and a half. Lovey Smith has kept the info tight. Davis Mills is going to get some time. He played two series in the opener, but really what Lovey, if you read into what he's been saying, he's been targeting that final preseason game for more starts and more reps for the first unit, Josh. So interesting kind of reading between the lines with what Lovey Smith is saying. You're exactly right, Patrick. And kind of this is jived with what we've seen in the betting market. A little bit of movement or kind of big movement here to the Houston Texans. So uh, you look at that number, it's like Texans minus two. It's like, okay, remember, this is preseason. The regular season game, it's probably Rams, I don't know, minus 10 or more. But when you see, you've seen this movement, guys, it actually opened at some shops. Uh, the Rams at home laying a point, point and a half. We've seen it flip all the way to minus two Houston. Some shops are even up to minus two and a half. This would qualify as one of those severe line moves, two points or more. Team that uh, has that line move is 56%, 18 Yes. And just what you said, Patrick, the importance of these information-based bets. McVeigh has said he's not playing any of his guys. We've known that. He's been doing that for years at this point. Lovey Smith, uh, I found one quote, Patrick. He said, Davis Mills, quote, he'll get his reps in, and they're going to play a little bit right. more than last game. So <laughs> that's a good sign. The line's going to Houston here. None of the Rams are going to play. I money-lined uh, Houston here, guys, around minus 140. Our com bet splits, only 21% of bets are on Houston tonight, but they're getting 61% of the money. I like that plus 40% discrepancy. Pritch, what's your take on McVeigh's approach to preseason games, which is he completely disrespects them? Yeah, I mean, it works. I was in attendance last year, uh, Rams and, and the and Raiders uh, preseason game. I mean, it's... It's just not the same when you when you see the backups out there for sure, uh, Patrick and Josh. But uh, his approach has worked. They won a Super Bowl championship, so he's not going to change it. The thing about Lovey, though, uh, I want to know if he's going to be different. Uh, I mean, the track record for Lovey and what he wants to do with that defense, uh, you know what's coming at you, right? Does he have the players to execute that defense at a high level? I don't think so. Uh, but if he's just vanilla out there, that could be interesting for the Rams backup players, though. Yeah, it's well put. It was a surprising hire to yeah. say the least. Josh, on the way out, got under a minute. You want to give us a baseball play today? Yeah, a couple baseball plays, Patrick. Big slate tonight. One dog, though, in a very rare situation, the Houston Astros. They're on the road at the Atlanta Braves. McCullers is on the bump. He was hurt all year. He's come back. He was great in his uh, his first start back. He's facing uh, Kyle Wright. Got pretty good numbers here. But public's all over Atlanta on a very short number at home. But the Braves actually open around minus 130. They're down to minus 125-ish. Houston, plus money. It pretty much never happens. I took Houston Astros around plus 115. Josh, thank you. Betting Across America coming up later with you and Pritch. Thank you so much, Josh. Enjoy the weekend as a single man, you bad boy. <laughs> Appreciate it. Pritch, see you an hour. Patrick, see you tomorrow morning. All right. <laughs> okay, when we come back, I just got to thinking. The gentleman, Mike Pritchard, did he ever fight in joint practices? The answer, next. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents 
a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my my game. Game. <laughs> You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Unleash the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. So every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Reward Points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. And if you're planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM Points into BetMGM Reward Points that you can use towards dining or shows or hotel rooms. It's a tremendous deal. It's a rewards program like your credit card. So make sure you sign up. If you do have a gambling issue, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. you got to be 21 years or older. Please gamble responsibly. Got you back here on the Lombardi line. I'm Patrick Maher. He, of course, is Mike Pritchard. I asked the question, you know, because kind of the story has been with the joint practices, whether it's the Saints and the Packers or the Panthers and the Patriots. I think somebody got cut on either the Panthers or the Patriots after a fight in one of the joint practices. So I asked the question, nine-year career, Mike Pritchard, who's like the kindest, most docile man ever, (laughs) but... Maybe on the field you were a little bit different. Did you ever get into a fight at practice? I got it out my system. Uh, you know, not not at practice. Joint practices. I mean, the joint practices I w- I participated in uh, was against the San Francisco 49ers. They were coming off a Super Bowl win. We were in Japan. Uh, pretty excited about that game. So you just wanted to go up against the best uh, and get your work in. Uh, I saved my fights for the real games, Patrick. Uh, I got into a fight. Uh, Broncos Raiders Monday Night Football uh, James Trapp uh, it wasn't really a fight I-, I guess it was like one of those typical things you see when you grab each other's face mask and stuff like that but uh, not yeah. a brawl or anything like that I mean I, I think training camp and uh, certainly these joint practices uh, they laid a foundation for you to actually go at it uh, because you're just frustrated you're always frustrated as a football player because you're getting hit or, or you're hitting somebody and you got to get to that level so um, I'm not shocked at these fights. I know why they happen, but for me personally, I, I thought it was just a waste of time. What did he do to provoke you? He's going after Elway. He's going after Elway. So it was Monday night too, and I, I think you're out of your mind on Monday night football in a rivalry game, uh, Broncos and Raiders, and we did win 24 to zero, I believe. Uh, but no, he was going after Elway. Elway was scrambling, and and I had an opportunity to peel him off before before they changed the rules in which you couldn't come back and hit somebody like that, right? You couldn't peel off somebody like that. So uh, I took my opportunity when I could get one, and, and I took it. <laughs> he didn't like it very much. But you got to protect your quarterback. By the way, right. did, did you all notice how Pritch just said, he goes, I think we won. Maybe it was 24 to nothing. <laughs> of course you know you won, and of yeah. course you know the exact score, yeah. Pritch. Yeah, you, you, know don't, you don't forget those, yeah. <laughs> I, the, the night, Patrick... Uh, for another time, I'll tell you about the night off air, but 
Uh, it was spectacular. Yes. It was spectacular. <laughs> I wish Vison and the audience could they could hear the Pritch stories off the air, on the air. I mean, some of them. I mean, literally, just not safe for work. But uh, we could we could have some fun with those on the air. Okay, three preseason games tonight as we continue with week two. I'm just going to run down the numbers here, Pritch, and if anything stands out to you, again, Carolina. It's interesting. I think most of us expected and anticipated seeing another Baker round, seeing mm. another, you know, Sam Darnold round to, in front of us there against the New England defense to see if we could watch the competition. It sounds like Rule got enough from the joint practices uh, because he's going to sit both Baker and Sam Darnold. That number jumped all the way from, you know, it's up to six and a half at, at DraftKings and a total of 40. New England, and again, this is Boston's Mike Reese, ESPN Boston's Mike Reese, who said the first unit and healthy starters are going to play, including Mac Jones in the preseason debut for most of them, and the defense as well, Pritch. Yeah, I mean, it's no surprise. I mean, I think... Michael Lombardi talked about the fact that New England's coming out here to Vegas for joint practices, too, uh, against Josh McDaniels and the Raiders. So uh, here's a chance for, for New England to get a lot of work done, uh, get their starters on the field, uh, go through the communication that they're going to have to go through. And that was one thing I, I wanted to allude to or, or mention in game one. I thought the sideline communication with Judge or uh, Patricia was sound. It didn't look like they were having any problems with whoever was on the field. And so if Belichick's calling plays, I'm sure he's going to want to have that as well. I mean, it's rare that we could see Bill Belichick uh, on the sideline with the headphones on calling plays. Normally, he's managing the staff and uh, his coordinators are doing that, right? So this will be a unique situation. I'm sure everybody in that building is going to be amped up. Uh, Patrick, and, and as a better, I mean, I think that's something you can have confidence in if you're going to back the Patriots here. No, it's a great point. And I just want to reiterate, because Michael Lombardi often has information that he can't share on the air. But last week, you kind of have to read and parse his tweets where he said, I think Hoyer was in and it was Judge calling plays. And maybe I have it flip and it was Zappy was in. And then Patricia was calling plays, Pritch. And then he said at the end of his tweet, he said, the next time it might be somebody different. And I was like, well, the only thing I'm hearing is it's going to come down to Judge or Patricia. Mm -hmm. But as we start to hear the rumblings of Belichick, Belichick and Mac, with Belichick calling the plays, you know what it would it would make for a fan fascinating season if he was the one with the play card, if he was the one playing calls, uh, calling yeah. plays all season this year for the Patriots. It would be fascinating. It would be fascinating. I mean, I'm thinking of Mac Jones and and his experience. Was it O'Brien who was calling plays uh, for him in Alabama and you know, that's a, that's a Bill Belichick type of guy, too. And I, I would wonder how Belichick would handle a quarterback. It makes me think of Bill Parcells and Phil Simms a little bit. Yes. Uh, you know, how can that head coach and quarterback uh, coexist that way? You know, one thing about Bill, he knows defense so well. Uh, and if, as you become a play caller, uh, do you have confidence in your son and whoever else is going to call plays on that side of the ball? Probably so. And you can still manage that. Uh, but I mentioned Skarnekia no, no longer there as the offensive line coach. That was a big miss. Brady no longer there. That's a big miss. And now you got Josh McDaniels. It's completely different for Bill. So, you know, if he's only got a few years left in the league, and if he wants to try this, more power to him. I, as a better, though, I still have to uh, see it, Patrick, to, to start to believe it and, uh, and, and make sure that that's going to work this year. By the way, one takeaway from Parcells and Sims they fought like cats and dogs, didn't right. they? Yeah. So they fought each other nonstop. You wonder if there would be that element with Mac Jones just in his second year and the GOAT and Bill Belichick. Fascinating to see. The second one up tonight, Pritch, New Orleans at Green Bay. Again, you're not going to see Jameis Winston for New Orleans. You're not going to see Aaron Rodgers for Green Bay. This number, two and a half. You got a couple of shops at three with Green Bay laying it at home. They've had the joint practices. You got a total of 38 and a half. You know, a couple things. Bakhtiari and Jenkins, both tackles are missing for the mm -hmm. Packers. Uh, what I did hear kind of surfing around was Love apparently in the last joint practice had a tremendous practice, the quarterback there for the Packers, and it looks like he's going to get three quarters tonight. Yeah, I mean, he should. Uh, I think Love is still playing for his future. You think about the 49ers game and the interceptions and uh, maybe you don't feel that well uh, about your performance, even though it wasn't his fault. Uh, but here's another opportunity for Love in his future, though. I mean, the future for the Packers is Aaron Rodgers. Love knows that. 
But there's other jobs out there. And, you know, from a contract standpoint, he's playing for his future. So he's going up against a, a, a Saints defense, which I think is going to be even improved this year because I think they have quality, quality depth more so than they'd had last year. Um, from what I'm hearing, too, Patrick, they're getting after it. Uh, physical yeah. defense on that side of the ball. But on the offense, it's to be desired, though. I mean, Andy Dalton, there's a, dro- a big drop-off from him and Jameis uh, and then what he is right now as a quarterback. And then, uh, I mean, my goodness, what are you, you going to do with, uh, with the other quarterback, uh, Ian Book? So I, from an offensive standpoint, I see why the under could be intriguing here, 38-and-a-half, uh, minus 110 either way. Uh, but I, I'm gathering intel again. I'm, I'm not betting this game. Uh, I'm curious about the Saints because they're one of those teams I think could surprise people in their division this season. I totally agree with you. And by the way, I do like the under tonight. New Orleans at Green Bay, 38 and a half. I like that under. I expect New Orleans to run the ball as they did in week one against Mm -hmm. Houston. They've got four backs, as I mentioned before, vying for that backup job behind Kamara. I expect them to ground and pound. Last one. And, you know, maybe I was unfair to Sean McVay when I said he disrespects the preseason. He kind of just ignores it. Uh, But he, (laughs) he is right now catching tonight here in Vegas about... 15 miles that way. Mm-hmm. He is catching two, two and a half with Houston in town here. I, I will say that John Wolford is going to start the first half and then Bryce Perkins for the Rams going to get the second half here, Pritch. Right. If you're worried about the Rams quarterback not being prepared, and I mentioned this before, Lovey, he's not, he's a vanilla guy. I mean, there's a Tampa two defense and little variation to that. Uh, he doesn't have the, the players get on that roster to make it highly effective, but uh, there's not going to be anything surprising to the Rams at all. It's going to be man on man here and see, okay, how well can we play? How well can we be focused? And can McVay have a Super Bowl champion team focused? And I think if you're any young player with an opportunity to remain on this roster, uh, you're going to seize that opportunity. So I, I think it could be competitive. Uh, entertain the under as well on this one. I, I won't bet it. I, I know Josh is uh, with the Texans on, on this one. Uh, but, yeah, I, I just think it's going to be so easy uh, in terms of what you're going to see and being familiar with what you're going to see out there. No surprises for this Rams offense. I want to thank Michael Lombardi for joining us on his show. Will Hill for stopping by the studio. Of course, we had Josh Applebaum. But most importantly, I want to thank you, Pritch. It's been a wonderful two days. Thank you for joining me. I really do appreciate it. Patrick, you're the best. Uh, Thanks a lot for having me. No, you're the best, Pritch. And plus, now that you talk to me about being a fighter, I'm afraid. (laughs) Odds On is coming up next. Great job, Stephen Bond and Kevin Trask as well. We'll see you tomorrow early here on the Lombardi Line. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge, Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply.